Welcome to I Know I Know, a solo Beatles podcast. I am your host, Hudson. Um, today I have a guest. Um, he is the co-host of Two Legs, one of the four, five co-hosts of Talk More Talk, a regular on Joe Mayo's live stream, <laughs> <laughs> and he's usually chopping up broccoli. <laughs> chopping broccoli. Tom Hunyadi. It's Hunyadi. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard Ethan do that. I about fell off my uh, fell off my chair laughing. <laughs> oh, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Excellent. Thank you for having me, man. This is great. You're welcome. I'm ready to say my picks and I say your I picks. What are we doing? Top five McCartney songs from each decade. Each decade, my God. Was so, it tough for you? Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, okay. Actually, surprisingly, the 70s were the easiest for me. Yeah, well, I mean, that, sometimes that can be the toughest depending on, you know, the day, you know? Yeah. Because so. I'm the kind of person who likes pretty much every album McCartney yeah. did, except for like Flowers in the Dirt. Yeah, I, that's what I hear about you. Yeah, not a fan of it for some reason. And, <laughs> and the Russian album, that album is not that. Well, good. you know, it's let's just blame the production value on that. Yeah. Because you know the track listing is is actually pretty good. Yeah. So first of all, what are your top five McCartney albums? My top five McCartney albums. Wow. Well, let's let's go. Let's see here. McCartney three is just phenomenal. I love it. I, I think it's, it's going to stand as a as a as a as a quintessential McCartney record. Um, you know, I still love Egypt Station. Uh, love just about every track on it. And why is my phone? I oh my God. It just won't stop. Hudson. my phone never stops. <sighs> and then I lower it and it just keeps going anyways so um uh let's go i'm gonna go uh, yeah let's shake it up a little bit let's go i'm gonna go mccartney three i'm gonna go egypt station i'm gonna go flaming pie i'm gonna go ram and i'm going to uh throw in back to the egg and those are usually my yeah those are like my five at the moment that i can pretty much listen to uh each track without having the the want to skip a track except for used to be bad except for well that and maybe people want peace maybe people want peace as well no that song's pretty terrible it is it is i mean he got it right the first time right he got pipes of peace he didn't need to keep you know giving us peace songs you know we we didn't need peace in the yeah right That's another thing. I'm sure I'll be talking about that tomorrow night. I mean, we don't need it. You know, not enough love in the world. I mean, okay, come on. We get it already. I'm going to be roasting you in the comments. Oh, great. Um, yeah, speaking of back to the egg, I interviewed Lawrence Juber earlier. Congratulations. I saw the picture on your on your YouTube channel, and that's that's excellent, my friend. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I could tell Ethan, you know, when I first, you know, uh, hooked up with him, I mean, I'm jealous of you guys. You know, if I had this when I was 13, 14, you know, 18 years old, man, I'd be in heaven, you know, because I, you know, when I was getting into the Beatles, it was, it was competing against the hair bands like Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Bon Jovi. And then you had the the girl stuff like Madonna, Cyndi Lauper and all, you know, all that uh, stuff. And then R&B and, and hip hop were really, well, I should say just hip hop really just that was starting to slowly, you know, get more and more popular. So, yeah. so I didn't have this like you guys have. And what are your like three least favorite McCartney albums? Okay, well, unfortunately, um, you know when we did the rankings, when we did the track rankings for uh, for Pipes of Peace, I just for some reason it's just finally it's just really starting to sink a little bit for me. So that's, that's in my bottom three. Yeah, so we're we're gonna go, we'll go that, you know, we'll go we'll go press the play just because you know there's some songs on there that i truly love but the songs that i don't like are just like really annoying you know and it just and and it's unfortunate that i feel that way um but um off the ground 
I know, I know, I know, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> I give you gratitude for the puns. Okay, you got it. <laughs> Any time at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, were you pleased with zoom in like overall? Overall, you know, I got to say that it's a step down from what's my name. I, I thought the, the, he had a lot of momentum with what's my name. I mean, I really, really enjoyed what's my name a lot. I think was there like 11 tracks on there or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, and I really dig like eight of them. I thought eight tracks were like really solid. I mean, good to like almost great, you know, in a way, and I'm really happy for this, for, for that album. Um, but I just felt these were just a little, a little on the lighter side. You know, I, I let's see here. I, I'll tell you what, though, I, uh, just to give you a little uh, um, uh, advanced uh, knowledge here from what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Now, I, I'll tell you what, Teach Me to Tangle, I think, is my favorite song on the album. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I didn't really care for Zoom In, Zoom Out the first time I heard it. But once I got my headphones on and was playing it, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Interesting. That was my least on the album. Teach Me to Tangle? No, zoom in, zoom out. Oh, zoom out, yeah. yeah. Teach me to tango was a highlight. For sure. Right, right. And you know, and I just, you know, and again, here's to the nights. I mean, I know a lot of people like that song, but it's just, again, you know, his, his like, whenever he sings at a lower tone or whatever, whatever the correct, you know, way to, to say it, I mean, I just don't think he sings these kind of songs well. You know, I mean, especially if you hear him on the, if you listen to him on headphones, you can kind of hear him crack a little bit, you know, with the vocals, you know, so I just don't think he, I just want to stick to rock and roll. Yeah. So, getting on to our list. Oh, first of all, f favorite John album. Favorite John album. Well, you know, I know a lot of people are really talking up Mind Games and uh, Walls and Bridges, and, and des deservedly so. But um, mine will always be Plastic Ono Band. Oh, nice. It, I think it's a classic. I think I'm just I'll not do too. I'm not in the mood to listen to that album ever. Exactly. I mean, you do got to be a mood, a certain mood to listen to that album. But I mean, it's just so powerful. That, when it's good, it's great. Oh, when it's good, it's great. I mean, it's a it's a lifesaver, really. I mean, I, it's you know, I when I when if I do get down and I and I put that album on, it, it, you know, in a way, it, it's a kind of a you know a little bit uplifting. In yeah. a way, you know. So. I'm going to let you start with your number five. Okay, so we're going to go, what, what, what decade do you want to start with? Oh, 70s. We go you want to start with the 70s? Okay, my yeah. number five. Well, we're just going to get this one out of the way because it's it's just the classic and it probably could be the, 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 the best song he's ever written for his solo career. And that's maybe I'm amazed. You know, as, as fatigued as I may be about, about the song, I got to be real and I got to be honest. You know, the song, it's just so perfect. And it's what a great way to introduce yourself in a, in a solo career career i mean it's just so powerful uh the you know the instrumentation i mean all everything that he plays everything on it and, it, and it's perfect it's a great even though it wasn't a single it was still a promotional video and it was still a great introduction to his solo career i agree um my number five is getting closer from back to the end there you go great I rocker know. and did you talk to the man about it yes interestingly his favorite beatles album is rubber soul well, I mean, how can you go wrong with Rubber Soul? Rubber Soul! <laughs> um, but I know everybody complains about Say You Don't Love Me, My Salamander. Personally, oh. I love that line. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be people that, uh, you know, fluff on some of his lyrics. But I mean, if it's good to you, that's all that matters. Right. But perfect track, perfect way to open the album, I think, right. and it's these are all like pure McCartney. And let me know oh, yeah. when we get to like your favorite McCartney song ever. Okay, yes, I can do that. So what's okay. your number four? 
Number four, do, 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 do. I mean, um, again, it's an album that I'm totally fatigued on, but I, you know, again, I got to be honest and just say, you know, 1985 is again is, uh, I think one of his perfect songs. Um, you know, the piano, the, the piano intro to that is, is spectacular. Um, you know, everything, the drumming, I, you know, the, and, 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 you know, and you, sometimes you don't realize how great of a guitarist McCartney is, but listen to the solo at the end of, uh, of, of 1985 and it'll blow you away you know and the singing is and the singing rocks on this track um funny enough my number four is 1985 ah! <laughs> <laughs> it of a certain show that happens on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> wonder what that could be i know but... <laughs> I don't remember what A side is. Isn't it Band on the Run? Band on the Run for the U.S. and the in the uh, U.K. it was Zoo Gang. I'm gonna be completely honest. Band on the Run, the album as a whole, has never been a favorite of mine. No, and I get it. I mean, it's it, there are some some songs on there that uh, I, I consider clunkers, like Pneumonia is is a track that I never cared for, and that was almost the lead off single. You know. <laughs> There was a promo. There's a promotional video for it. I mean, what the hell? No words. I can't stand. Them. Oh, you'll see. Well, we disagree on that one. I know. And Picasso's last. One. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but this album isn't the same without Helen Wheels. I that's fair i mean that's fair i mean i get it i get it i mean those people that that the, the older fans that grew up with the the american beetle albums you know i get it i understand it but i'm glad i i grew up with the with the you know the original you know, the uk releases yeah i've grown up with a hybrid so i'm like mixed yeah. on half of them ah uh, gotcha gotcha but that's my number four so Great. what's your number three all right uh speed along the highway honey i want it my way I, i'm a big fan of uh of backseat of my car um you know again i think this is one of his songs that he sings perfectly uh you get all kinds of of singing of vocals i mean it's smooth and then it's rough and then it's just like ah you know high and you know he's all over the map and his in the singing here i mean and this is you know we all poke fun at him because sometimes he doesn't know when to end a song and yeah. and maybe this is one of those songs but to me it it ends perfectly where it, it i mean i don't mind that this could have gone on another four minutes and i probably wouldn't have mind <laughs> is yeah that's a, it's a great song it doesn't ever make like it's it's definitely high up in ram yeah interestingly i was surprised i didn't choose chose any tracks from ram for this oh uh, gotcha gotcha yeah know. right but i mean it's 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 um I had to pick one of them and, and that's like I, I mean that's to me that's like when you hear that term Pierre McCartney this song is in that category it is yeah. but my number three is the classic Junior's Farm hey perfect rocker you should yep. see me with a poker man yes this is I don't know why they didn't put this on the album because I think it would have been fit perfect on Venus and Mars. I yeah, well, you would you well, you know, he he's been known to sit on songs for years, but yeah. I mean, with a song like so good as that, and plus, you know, with the fact that Band on the Run is doing so well, you're not going to put out an album anyways. You know, here you go. Let's let's get this out. You know, after the the after Band on the Run is winding down a little bit, here you got something that can keep that momentum going. Yeah. But I mean, just a perfect song. Oh, absolutely. So, what's your number two? Number two uh, is from the very underrated, underappreciated, and getting heavily favorably reevaluated is Wildlife. And my number two is Some People Never Know. I love, Absolutely. yeah, I love Paul and Linda singing together on this one. It's a great duet between the two of them. And again, very long song, over six minutes, but it, this, it, that doesn't bother me one bit. I mean, yeah, it could probably be trimmed down to like a four-minute song, but I just love uh, the the acoustics on this one. I love uh, Paul and his voices together. However, the, I will say, like the last minute of the song is a cop out. It's a it's a ripoff of of um, uh, the the Chicago song, um, and then just it's just uh, slipping my slipping my brain at the moment. But um, but yeah, it's a, from it's a hit from from the first Chicago record, and uh, I'm sure I'll think of it during. Uh, 
during the recording, but it's, it's, I mean, if you listen to it side by side, it's almost the exact same thing. Yeah. But I mean, I, I didn't pick any songs from Wildlife. I love that album. It's probably in my top 10 McCartney albums right now. Yeah. Beginnings is the song that I'm thinking of by Chicago. Okay. Yeah. But a perfect song. Yeah. I think. Um, so for my number two, and these, I just switched actually because of the fatigue factor. Mm-hmm. The MMAs from the debut album. Yeah, this great. Album as a whole has never been like a top 10 McCartney album, but I do. Right. But I love the album all the way through. Another mm-hmm. episode, but maybe I'm amazed. I don't know why he did not have this out as a single. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a question that you know. Hopefully, one day when when you or I get to interview him, we'll we'll ask him. <laughs> yeah. You know, but but the album is is revered so much because of that song alone. Yeah. You know, and it shows the power of of that song. It does. I mean, are and just a weird question off the top of my head. Are you this version or the live version? Oh, I'm I'm studio version. Oh God, thank you. We are gonna get along just fine. <laughs> <laughs> the live version changes so much, mm-hmm. and it drives me crazy. Well, it's good. I don't mind it, but uh, yeah, it does. I don't think it has the same power uh, and rawness of the uh, of the studio version. Yes, I agree. So, Tom, what is your number one? arguably my favorite Paul McCartney song and it, you know, or Paul McCartney and wing song or wing song, but uh, it is junior's farm. It is the, um, the rocker that all other Paul McCartney rockers are compared to. When I hear a Paul McCartney rocker, I think, okay, is it going to be as good as Junior's Farm or as, or as rocking as Junior's Farm? You know what I mean? So when I hear somebody say, oh, this is a great Paul McCartney record or, or sorry, a great Paul McCartney rocker, I'll, I'll kind of like compare it to Junior's Farm a little bit from, from time to time. But, um, but, but yeah, it, it's just, I, you know, I love it. I, I love the, the guitar playing. Jimmy is, is just top notch on this. I, I even think Jeff Britton plays drums on it is really good, you know, and Paul's in, in fine, fine voice on this one. I love it when he sings rockers. I mean, it's just this, even the silly lyrics, you know, we all chipped in for a bag of cement. I mean, I, it's just all of it. It's just, I mean, again, this is a perfect song to me. And this is the, the pure McCartney that I love. This is it's a classic. Yeah. I'm sure Ken Michaels know this knows this, but was that a number one hit? No, it was not a number one. It was a top five hit. Okay. But yeah. still top five is pretty top good. five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so my number one woman oh why 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 wow. I done. I wow. for this. <laughs> Arguably like the first screamer ever. Mm-hmm. This is in my top five McCartney songs ever. Wow, that's great. Mm. Yeah, his channeling is in her uh, Little Richard for this one, huh? Yeah, it's just I want I bet I don't know why it wasn't on the album because I could have probably done without "Smile Away" or "Long Haired Lady." on the album yeah it's probably i mean it, it also depends on you know what was done too at the time i mean if this song i mean obviously if this song was already done before all the other songs were done you know you want to get a a, a song a, a single out you know as soon as you can because you know obviously he did wait over a year before he put out his first single or official single so i mean if this track was already ready why not i agree mm. but yeah just a perfect song i think mm. Interesting. Good pick. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. So what is your number five for ni- the 1980s? Oh, man. Well, we were talking about one of these tracks um, last week and or this past week on Ranking the Tracks. And um, I, this one is, I, you know, it's more nostalgia for me because of the fact that I'm an 80s kid and and you know i grew up watching mtv and this was one of my favorite you know mccartney 80s videos and that's uh, spies like us um yeah well i mean it's fun i know it doesn't you know it's, it gets gets some flack but i mean i've always enjoyed it. i like the bass playing throughout of it and i think it's you know uh, it's a good track yeah you know there you go there you go my friend yeah but yeah i think that's a great song didn't quite it was on the honorable mentions 
Okay. But did not make the top five. Darn it. You froze. Okay, so did you, but I can still hear you. So my number five, Stranglehold. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I love this song, and I cannot get enough of it. I don't know what it is with this song. Just that. I think. Gotcha. I don't know why, but it makes the top five for me. Excellent. And it's the Pierre McCartney hit. Right. That I like. So, what is your number four? Number four, it's going to be the B-side to take Good it away. Choice. I'll give you a ring. I mean, it was my number one uh, of, of, of the 80s. Um, it's just, it complements Take It Away, I think, brilliantly. Uh, again, he's had this song for, for a long time. I love the play on words with this. I'll give you a ring, whether it's a phone call. I'll give you a ring, whether it's a ring, you know, on your finger. You know, it's just a playful song. It's again, it's sung very well. I mean, he was, you know, this was in the point in time in his, in his career where he was still singing uh, brilliantly. You know, his, his uh, piano playing on this is, is excellent. And, you know, and, and I don't know what category you would put this if you put this more into like his poppy tune stuff or like granny stuff, but, poppy, but not granny. yeah, poppy, but not granny, but it's, it's, it's excellent. And I think it's one of his better lyrics throughout, throughout, uh, throughout the eighties. And um, yeah, I, I really dig it. Yeah, Tug of War is just, and the singles are just. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, I mean, like, I think um, Take It Away was a perfect single. Mm -hmm. Tug of War, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, as much as I love that song, it does not work as a single, I don't think. No, probably not. It's, it, you know, there's some moments in that song that like the pushing and pulling that I think I could do without, you know, in that song, but, uh, well, it's okay. Yeah. So down to my number four. Okay. I've been living in style on a custom jazz. I am my brave face. Nice. I love that. It is the only McCartney Manus collaboration that I tolerate. Really? <laughs> I really don't like them together. Mm. I really have never. That's. I think that's the reason why I don't love Flowers in the Dirt as much as most people do. It's understandable. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I've never had a problem with, with the uh, with the with that collaboration. Um, this is. Um, this would have made my honorable mention list. My brave face. So I mean, it was close. I was almost kind of like back and forth between my brave face and Spies Like Us, really. Spies Like Us was his last top 10 hit. It was right? his last top 10 in the U.S. Yeah, but the U.S. Mean, other countries. I mean, My Very Face was his last modest hit in the United States, I think. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, I think it was Dance a... Dance Tonight, kind of, maybe. Kind of, but still nowhere near what he's used to. Right. I mean, yeah. But I think it's a perfect song, perfect way to open the album. Oh, and absolutely. Crash right into Rough Ride. And, <laughs> and then we hit put it there. And then, well, distractions. And we hit put it there. And then we skip over figure of eight. Then we go to this one and then we're done. That's it, huh? That's it for you. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? That's funny you say that because in, in time, you, you, you your opinion might change on it. You know, there's been tracks that uh, like, you know, a bunch of tracks on I'm Press the Play I never cared for, you know, yeah. that I that I've come to really love. You know, Footprints was a track that I never really cared for. And I and I and I love the hell out of that song now. Yeah, that's a good. That's actually like a pretty decent album. I think, yeah. Except for like talk more talk and good times coming. Right. I well, the good times coming, I, I, I kind of disagree in a way. I, I enjoy it. I really appreciated what um, uh, when we had Jerry Murata on the drummer for that for those sessions, um, when we had him on two legs, he, he talked a lot about the making of that record. And I just love the way how he was talking when they were at the beginning when they're saying good times coming and they're clapping, they're saying they're all around a microphone outside. And I thought that was really cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's my brave face. So. Okay, that's four, right? Yeah, so what is your number three? Number three, and and you'll probably, once I show you, you're probably like, well, what the hell is two and one? But uh, this, um, No More Lonely Nights, 
um, is 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 my thing. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I got this. Yeah, I got the seven inch as well. But um, again, a perfect song, um, perfectly sung. You got the Gilmore factor you know in this you know the video is fun even though i mean even though if you didn't like the the movie you know you can just watch the clips from the video you know? so but uh again it's such an epic you know wonderful uh track you know kind of like you know beautiful night and and, and backseat of my car you know this, this fits right in you know in that in that uh you know and and maybe i'm amazed i think it's just again it's a it's a per perfect mccartney song it I mean, that's the best song on that record, I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. That's low on the list, too, for McCartney mm. albums. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, my love. I meant my, my number. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hudson. <laughs> I got distracted. The there were some love. distractions. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the Red Rose Speedway album and thought of my love. <laughs> I love this song. Okay. It's a tug of war. It really. That's my number three. Okay. You can call me Andy Nichols for loving my title track. <laughs> fine you know it's got its fans but this is um i'm gonna be holding this album up for the next three songs so. okay <laughs> oh <laughs> but um easily i think here mccartney this song is oh is that there you go seven inch what's the beast yeah is that rain clouds on the beast that's uh was it get it or get it i forgot no yeah let's get it yep yeah, nor have I. So that's the yeah, that's the UK uh, UK single. I've just started collecting McCartney picture sleeves. Excellent. Yeah, I've been having a lot, lot of fun doing this over the last year during the whole COVID BS. You know. Yeah, it's exhausting. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're lucky. I mean, you get you're living at home. <laughs> you know, I've got so many other responsibilities. <laughs> Yeah, but you can also you can also get all this stuff from like eBay and stuff, can't you? I don't trust eBay. Well, you got you got uh, Discogs as well. I got a copy of Broad Street shipped to me in a brown paper bag from oh. Amazon. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm not gonna trust online ordering for records. Fair enough. Well, um, one day you come out and visit in Arizona, and I'll take you to about 15 different record stores and see what you can find. number two again this uh, it's gonna sound like the ranking the tracks when we did tug of war but uh wanderlust is my number two again another perfect song another perfectly sung song you know uh you know love the piano i love the you know i love when he sings uh, when he's you know he's singing over himself or where did i you know and all that stuff go wrong my you know and all that stuff and it's just it's a, again another perfect track a pure mccartney song it's gonna be it's probably one of my top 10 favorite mccartney songs of all time yeah. so and you actually think of this this album's really starting to become underrated i think and maybe maybe i think it's sinking on people's lists yeah yeah well i mean that's the thing when somebody has a long career like a mccartney you know and he puts out you know good records like mccartney three you know even you know even egypt station you know is, is solid you know I to differ on that for well I, that's fine that's fine but you know but, i can live with that yeah are you egypt station like Egypt Station, where do you rank like new in your McCartney canon? Is that like top ten? Um, if not, it's right outside. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's 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 ten, nine, eleven ish. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, new is probably in my top seven or eight. Yeah, I mean it's still a fresh, 
you know, really good sounding rec record. Like, you know, I'll, I'll have some songs on here to talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so my number two, what about the night we cried? Here oh, yes. Okay. Um, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, Paul, in the con the concert footage I've seen, because I've never seen him in person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that was um, the, definitely like the, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And personally, I don't know about you, but I've never been a fan of all of those years ago. Not like everybody else. Is. Oh, well, you know, it's a little different for me because I kind of grew up with the song, you know. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a different perspective on it than you. I mean, I still love this song. I mean, right. Somewhere in England is an album that I really like now. So yeah, see, that's that's probably on the bottom of my uh, George Harrison albums. I want to. I kind of want to see like you and Andy rank like George and John albums, like do a top. Maybe, you know, yeah. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Some days. Sometimes yeah. I do think you're you guys are wrong. <laughs> some days <laughs> um but yeah no i love it i, I mean I, we're having a great time doing this it's doing the ranking yeah complain in the comments yeah, exactly you know and, and it's fun to laugh and see other people's comments <laughs> all right where are we at um so what is your number one pick Number one, oh yeah, you know what it is. I mean, I, I held it, it away, up. Tom. Take it away, my friend. <laughs> uh, the way it opens with 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 the drumming. I love Steve Gadd and Ringo's drumming at the beginning of the song. I love uh, uh, Paul's smooth vocals to start. You know, you know, take it away. You know, the really calm, smooth, mellow vocals, and then he just you know just you know goes right into it. You know, with with George Martin on piano. You know, in the video. You know, so uh, you know again, just and the horns are are great, and then you got the you know the ahs at the end, which kind of like in the style of of you know ten cc's I'm not in love, you know, and that's the really cool and the cool things you know having eric stewart there you know because he's a you know a, a mastermind in the studio as well so he uh, can help you know incorporate you know other kind of other techniques you know for paul to to add to songs and i think that was one of the really cool things that you know was incorporated into that song you know the the ending as at the you know at the end of the song so yeah. perfect song in my opinion um but i think that's a great choice but my number one is ballroom dancing. Well, that's that's a great choice as well. In my top two McCartney solo songs was Women Oh Why. Hmm. Cool. But just, I think the piano, it's kind of, it's like the single that never was, I think. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever dream about uh, um, uh, going down a stream in a, in a China cup and down the <laughs> Nile and down the Nile in the China cup? <laughs> That's like my go-to running song. Yeah. Oh, cool. Are you a runner? Yes, I am. Yeah. Track, cross country? Cross country. Yeah, I was a cross country runner for two years in high school. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've been running for four years. So. Great. Cool. Keep going. I will. <laughs> but so starting off to the 90s. And yes. From watching your episode on Off the Ground, which I wanted to cry when I heard you talk about that album. <laughs> um, I know that this is all going to be on Flaming Pie. Well, I got a little surprise here for number five. And um, I really dig um, uh, Try Not to Cry. Oh, hold on. Am I muted? Can you not hear me? Say something. Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. What were you saying? I said, um, I, I really love uh, Try Not to Cry from Run Double Run, which was the original, one of the original tracks. 
So um, I wanted to include that on this list uh, because uh, one, we're going to be talking about uh, the Russian album and Run Double Run uh, tomorrow on, uh, on, on an episode of Two Legs. So um, we're going to be talking about that with a guest that I'm really excited about having on. And um, I think Try Not to Cry is a really good, you know, 50 styles rocker. Um, vocally, he, he really kicks ass on it. And, um, you know, I think it's an, an original that uh, should get more attention. I agree with that. Here, I just got to reply to this quick. Yeah. Um, so my number five is the title track from Off the Ground. Uh -huh. I, I get a little blushy when he says Off the Ground, la, 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 la. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I love it so much. Um, it's, I think it would have been a bigger hit if it was released in the 70s or early 80s as it's possible it would have been with so many other songs. Mm -hmm. but definitely number five for me cool i like that um four for me is off the ground la 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 something from that album yes i do because i, I really I'm proud of you I really, I mean, I really like that song a lot, you know, and it's, you know, kind of make fun of him a little bit because the, when he goes off the ground, la 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 la, kind of reminds me of my love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but just a little faster, just a little sped up, you know what I mean? It's a little, it's like a faster version of my love in a way. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I've always dug the song. I think he sings it well. And there's some great guitar playing by Robbie, uh, you know, on the song. And, uh, you know, it kicks ass. Yeah. But so my number four, I don't have a CD or anything for this album, but I, I, I shouldn't have chosen a cover, but I did. Is No Other Baby from Run Double Run. Ah, uh, nice. This song and I could never get tired of tired of this. I are just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it earlier today because I was playing some tracks from, you know, Run Double Run while I was at work. And that was one of the songs that I was listening to. Curiosity, do you have the Run Devil Run vinyl? Because I know that's super expensive. And really As in, you mean the, 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 the regular Run Double Run? Or do you, okay, no, I don't have the regular Run Double Run, but I do have the 45 set. Oh, you do? Yeah, here, one second. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So and that has all the, you know, all the songs are in 45 form on here. Interesting. Yeah. So very glad to, to have this. This was only produced in the UK. Oh, so really? it was, yeah, it wasn't a US release. So. Because of the scarce vinyl, I'm sure that costed you an arm and a leg. Um, well, maybe I'll tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to donate a part of your liver for it. no 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 i didn't need to take a kidney out or anything like that <laughs> or give away my firstborn or anything like that because that's good because i was never going to have any kids anyway so you didn't have to sell your copy of off the ground on the wall that no no <laughs> <laughs> hey hold on one second can uh hold on one second i'll be right just give me one second So, okay, so where were we? Um, the Run Devil Run thing. But, yeah, yeah. So, and you're doing but a good pick, show. though. Good yeah. pick. I think it's a perfect song. Hmm. I really do. I can never get tired of that song. No, it's no. And I think that was like the kind of the, I think it was the one song that it was, well, I think it was Linda's favorite song, um, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Hmm. It really, he, like he, sh you can tell that he loves Linda in this song. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And it's so, a pretty emotional video as well. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what is your number three pick? Number three for the '90s. Um, I want to go. Well, we're gonna get to the. Uh, we're gonna get to Flaming Pie now, and um, I'm gonna say th th these two could be back and forth, uh, but I'll go with Calico Skies um first 
uh, again, you know, I love the, the, you know, the guitar playing. I love the, the first two verses are, are excellent. You know, it was written that I would love you. You know, I love, you know, both, uh, both verses and, you know, I will hold you for the rest of my life. I mean, I, all of that, I think is, is, is wonderful. It's a well-written song again, um, well sung. And, uh, I think it's, uh, again, it's one of those Pierre McCartney songs. Yeah. That was an honorable mention. I could have probably picked anything from Flaming Pie because right. this is my favorite McCartney record. Oh, it is. You're you're stating it right now. Flaming Pie is your favorite. Tied with like Ram and Venus and Mars. Okay. Right okay. But I perfect song. My number three, I went with Some Days. Oh, that's a great track too. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Some days I look at that you were mine. Right. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Oh. But um just a perfect song, I think. Um, right. Some yeah. days I look, some days I look at you with eyes that shine. Like, I mean, yeah. there is some, this is almost like a little bit of a chaos in creation. Mm. Because you can tell that he was in pain from Linda's past. Right. Well, I mean, he was, or died, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going, but she, she was still alive. Yeah. I mean, mm. but perfect song, I think. I, I agree. So what is your choice? For number two. Oh wow! Well, since you know the the tearjerker of the album, Little Willow, um, is is yeah, is my number two. Um, very moving, uh, you know, very heartfelt, of uh, you know, very raw emotional lyrics from from Paul. I mean, you know, and he could also be singing about. I mean, we know that he, you know, he kind of wrote this for for Ringo's kids after the passing of 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 Maureen, but he could also have been writing this for himself as well. You know, with dealing with uh, you know you know Linda's uh, cancer issues, you know this could be a, a, a you know a good healing song for him as well. So, um, so again, this is one of those songs that always stood out to me uh, every time I play Flaming Pie, and it's it'll be always be like a top twenty uh, song for me in the McCartney catalog. I that's really good. I think um, my number two, I went with Beautiful Night, mm. which I think is one of the greatest music videos ever oh it's it's fun isn't it i mean you see linda um, yeah i mean she looks really sick but yes kind of connects well with the video i think that was her last her last video uh appearance might be probably her last kind of publicish appearance could have been yeah but easily like and you've got the beatle connection with ringo drumming obviously which i think is just perfect yeah, and you can hear his vocals at the end. Beautiful nights, beautiful night. Yes. You impersonate on Ringo. I never <laughs> think I'd do that. Well, it wasn't very good, so I probably will never do it again. Yeah, but um, perfect for beautiful night. Yeah. So what is your number one choice? Oh, well, you know, you just said it right there. Beautiful <laughs> nights. Um. Yeah, perfect, uh, perfect track. I mean, he's been working on you. He had been working on the song since '86, I believe. Uh, I'm kind of glad that he kept it in his back pocket and just waited, you know, for it because uh, although those early demos of the songs are, it, it is good, but it's not as great as what it became, you know. And then plus you got the Ringo factor on there, like you said, you know, the video factor again, you know, just really, you know, enhances the the song as well. So, but uh, yeah, it's again, it's 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 a it's a pure McCartney track right there. It is. That's a great supposed album close i would have left this as the the closer and maybe a put in great day somewhere uh you know before before beautiful night but i think that's what they should have done with this album memory that yeah had um not get rid of nod your head head yeah yeah <laughs> right. i think i know where, yeah and put what you wanted the end as the, the end of the de- end of the as the closer yeah we don't get that from paul much this hour no you don't yeah, no, you don't. But I'm, my number one, arguably my third favorite McCartney song, Young Boy. Oh, wow. Cool. I, I don't, everybody complains that The World Tonight isn't the leadoff single. Hmm. I don't know why, but I, I love that song as well. But Young Boy, just catchy, really good right. music boy. Video. Yeah, no, that's a fun one too. Let's see here. 
Um, no, not this one. Here we go. Here's the uh, the picture disc. Young boy. Everything. Close. To that? This was uh, looking for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another one of those jams, like uh, really love you. Yeah. yeah. But I think that it's a perfect song. Hmm. Good. I like it. So now moving on to the 2000s. Oh, 2000s. Damn. This was the hardest for me. Really? Yeah. I tend okay. to prefer his latter work overall. Yeah, and that, I think that I find that pretty cool. I, I find that really interesting. You know, I, in a way, I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? So what is your number five? Oh, number five. Um... We had um, we had Gabe Dixon on uh, the Two Legs Show, and uh, you know he talked about his experience, you know, working on Driving Rain, and the one performance that I really liked the best from him because you can really just hear him playing throughout the whole song is uh, Riding into Jaipur, and it's a track that I've always been a fan of, you know, on that album, and I've always, yeah. Um, you know, I, I love I've loved the, the melody and, you know, yeah, it's, it's simple, simple lyrics. You know, it's kind of like a mantra it, it really because it's just repeating itself over and over again. But um, I love it. Yeah. And we hear um, somebody not, say not nice things about this record a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, that's I love, OK. I love this record. Yeah. I'm fly. Um, that's great. But. My number five is from Chaos. I'm not like the biggest fan of this record. I'm not really not like a top five. It's not like it's probably like around 10, 11, 12 in his rankings for me right now. Okay. Just because of the moves I've been in lately, I think. But I went with Anyway. Mm. Um, just a beautiful song, I think. Um, just per one of his best vocal performances ever. Period. You like that one? Okay. Yeah, perfect way to close the album. And then it's got that untitled instrumental that I can't think of the name of at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's over my head right now. I can't even think of it at the moment either. Yeah, but perfect song. Yep, cool. Okay, so again, number four. Um, we're going to go with uh, that album, Chaos, and we're going to go with uh, This Never Happened Before. Oh, great choice. Yeah, uh, I guess, uh, you know, the, I think it sets a, a certain tone and mood, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, I like the story behind that one. I like it, you know, that uh, he was working on it or whatever, and someone heard it and said they wanted to use it for their wedding. So he gave them the copy uh, of, of the song. Yeah, so uh, really cool. Um, again, you know, well sung on this one and uh, good lyrics, you know, good mushy you know, those good mushy romantic lyrics and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, love it. Yeah. But um, that is a per good choice for our number four. Yeah. I don't have a physical copy of this album, but I cheated and chose a fireman song. Okay. Sing the changes. Ah, very good. Song. It counts as a McCartney song because it was on the good even New York city tour. Right. Oh, you have a copy of that on vinyl. Yes, I do. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Someday, my friend. He will reissue it. Yes, I hope so. Someday. Yeah. I want my fireman box set. <laughs> mm. um, but that's my number four. Sing the changes. Perfect lyrics, I think. Um, oh, you froze again. Yeah, it's going to happen. So don't worry about it. Oh, you're back. Yep. Um, but that is my number four. Okay, cool. So, I can go with that. What is your number three? Number three. Uh, again, it can go either one of these these tracks, and we're gonna go to memory almost full, and we're gonna go with um, uh, vintage clothes. Oh, there you go. Choice. Yeah, I love the open. Ding, 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 ding. I love the opening piano riff. Uh, it reminds me of a Fleetwood Mac song. Uh, Say that you love me. Oh, I love. Fleetwood Mac and that's yeah. my favorite Fleetwood Mac song, right? Actually, 
cool cool um you know those those beginning piano um riffs at the beginning i mean sound exactly alike to me anyways but uh but you know he, he's again he's telling us a story i mean he's telling us his story you know in a way he's letting us know you know that was him yeah. <laughs> but uh, i dig all the lyrics to it I, you know i'm not the i mean the bass playing is is fantastic in that song so groovy stuff yes so my number I tried to get over you. I tried to find something new. Lonely oh, wow. Hearts. I know everybody's going to blast me for saying that, but I love this song. It's easily mm. the best song on the album, I think. I know that this is filled with simple lyrics, but it's still a good record. Right. But that's my number three. Ah. Um. My number two is I made a little boo-boo when I was talking about the piano bit, like that sounded like the Fleetwood Mac. I actually meant it was this song right here, Vintage Clothes. Oh, so, yeah. you know, um, but that's my number two is is, is Vintage Clothes. Just, uh, you know, love this one again. I love, you know, um, Check the Rack, What Went Out is Coming Back. You know, I, I, I like, uh, you know, I love this song to bits and um it's I think it's you know I don't really consider that whole medley at the end I really don't consider it a medley um you know it's just you know a bunch of songs put together you know pieced together very easily and it doesn't flow like a medley it does not you know medley I've done since, since road yes about red road speedway <laughs> it goes to show how much he really thinks of that medley huh yeah, <laughs> don't tell any Nichols I said this <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I know. Pretty yeah. Much. yeah. But, um that is definitely my number three choice. Um so number two, or did we already do number two? I think you're on number two. Oh yes. Yeah. Um The End of the End. Oh yeah. Beautiful yeah. song, the end of the end. It's a start of a journey to a much better place. Better place, yeah. Which I think is a perfect album. Like, way to... Like, House of Wax, the end of the end, is just one of his best one-two punches, mm. I think. This is just... This album always gets better and better with each listen. This was right. my favorite McCartney album for a long time, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good tracks on it, man. A lot of good tracks. I agree. But but that's my... Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, you really just... It's it's just really mind-boggling that he, you know, decided to do a song like that, you know, during that time. Um, really blew me away the first time I heard it. I mean, I never thought I would hear any, him sing anything like that, yeah. you know, so... Um, so number one, wow, where are we are to number one? Uh, we're going back to chaos, and it is um, riding the Vanity Fair, uh, one of his probably most personal songs ever. You know, writing about she who must not be named. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. you know that's the that's the beauty of it. Is, I mean, it's it's like it's like Pulp Fiction and opening the suitcase. I mean, it's like you never see what's in the suitcase, and right. you know we're never gonna know exactly who that song was 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 about. But yeah, we can speculate that it's that it's Heather. You know, I'm sure there's other people we can speculate that it's about. But you know, so many great things. I love the, how the song sounds. I love the production. I love the eeriness of it. You know, I love um you know, the definition of friendship, you know, that that whole that whole line uh, is really moving. And um, yeah, great. I love it. Yeah. Um, bit my tongue. I never talk too much. That I thought about pulling from this album. I had I know I had to pull something from this album. Yeah. That. But my number one, going back to your number three, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Fun track, huh? I think it's brilliant, McCartney. It's yeah. a top ten McCartney song. Don't live in the past, buddy. Yeah, don't live in the past. I wish I could live in the past right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you might have been able to get a few of those picture sleeves, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have to sell a kidney for that. <laughs> Uh. So moving on to the 2010s, 
Wow. To, wow. Did you include McCartney 3 with this? Or? No, I didn't because 2020 is actually the start of a yeah. new decade. We will say our favorite track from McCartney 3. Just yeah. To, you want to do that? What's okay. At the end. At, at the, the end? end? Okay. After. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so number five of the 2010s. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go um, happy with you from same. Yeah, from Egypt Station. Yeah. <laughs> I love, you know, I love it. It sounds like he's definitely tapping, you know, his foot. Well, I mean, I love the guitar playing on that one. You know, I love the lyrics. You know, I used to stay out. You know, I used to get stoned. I stayed up yeah. all, all night, you know, all that stuff, you know. Um, but I'm happy with you. And, I, you know, when we opened, uh, that was our very first episode on Talk More Talk uh, when that when that uh, album came out. And you know, our, our great co-host, uh, Ken Womack, uh, suggested something that I didn't that I didn't think of. And, and he says, you know, Paul's singing about himself. You know, when you see happy with you, you, you automatically think he's sing, he's singing about Nancy. But I think he's really talking to him about talking about himself. You know, yeah. and I'm glad he, when he, I'm glad he mentioned that because it made me think of the song differently. Yeah, that's a, that was a really good episode. Mm. Great way to kick off the. Yeah, thank you. The talk more talk canon. Mm. But I love Happy With You, and that was my number five as well. So is your number four? Number four, we're going to go, we're going to stick with, uh, we'll stick with Egypt Station. I'm going to go Domino's. Um, which is probably my favorite song on the album. Um, yeah, again, this is a, you know, really cool where I, you know, having a young hip, uh, producer kind of, I think, you know, kind of helped that kind of helped that song. Uh, you know, I love the line, you know, like the dominoes are falling, you know, I, the, the whole thing, um, is, is really cool to me. And I, that's probably my favorite track on the album. Interesting. I've yeah. Never, the whole second except for despite repeating wordings. I've never loved the, and the medley at the end. I've never really cared for sides. Oh, so you like despite repeated warnings? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Partly because I kind of agree with the message. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, fair enough. But yeah. Um, but and when Ethan and I talk about this album, we're going to have some things to say that. Oh, are you? <laughs> Oh, very cool. Very cool. I mean, but yeah, that's, but, um, so my number four is I Don't Know. Mm. Beautiful piano ballad. I think it opens the album perfectly. And I think I Don't Know and Happy With You are like the two McCartney classics on this record. Okay. That's okay. just me. You got crows at your window, huh? Dogs at my door. I don't yeah. think I can take it anymore. <laughs> That's sometimes what I say when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I don't know if I can take it anymore. <laughs> Already, it's, it's at such a young age, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me when I'm on Mayo's live stream. <laughs> Oh, too funny. Too funny. <laughs> so what is your number three? Number three. Okay, we're going to go new. And we're going to go, uh, I'm back and forth with this, uh, with these two tracks. Either one could be um, my favorite, but we're going to go with Alligator. Uh, yeah, uh, that was like the first song that I really fell in love with on the album. Uh, Needs someone to come home to, you know, I, I just, you know, I want to give my alligator to, I mean, I love those lines and I love the do, 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 do. I like, you know, I like how it opens. And uh, again, I think that that's where that song helped with a good young producer, you know, and, you know, so I, I really dig it. I, I, it's a great addition to, to the album. I think it's going to come out and stand up as a, uh, as a McCartney classic. It will. Um, it's one of my, the best songs on the album. There's no, I think so. Just a great album all the way through, I think. Yeah. But um, kind of overlooked now, I think. But, um my number three is looking at her oh wow it doesn't talked about everybody's looking at her 
She's got everybody talking about her. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, the whole I'm losing my mind looking yeah. at her. That it just it speaks like to me. I think I don't know why. Right. Um, it's a perfect song, I think. So. Yeah, I know I like it too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's probably my top. It's the top half of songs that I like on that album. Yeah, yeah it's a good track. But so, what is your number two? Number two, uh, again, it's probably tied with uh, with Alligator as my favorite song on the album, and that's Early Days. Oh. Um, I remember hearing that song for the first time and just going what is going on with his voice but then when you listen to the song it makes total sense um the lyrics to the the song and and the way he sings it just it it's, makes perfect sense because you know you're looking at you're looking at an elder statesman you know looking back on his career or or his life i should say and you know he's older now you know what i mean he's not going to sound chipper and 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 great when he when he was like you know 50 60s 70s you know what i mean so i really love the way he you know sings the song you know the well i think i, I think it was glenn johns i can't remember who was the producer on it but he said that um you know paul said i can sing that better and he goes you're not you know you know so but uh but yeah i love i just love the way he sings that song so Yeah, it could have been one of well, I mean there's four producers on it, but uh yeah. So I think it was Glenn Jones, but yeah. yeah. Great track. My yeah. number two is actually the title track. Oh it was the first song that I loved on this album. Then we were new. It was the first song I think I actually heard on this record off the mm -hmm. Sex M channel and my grandfather's no. truck. Um just happy, upbeat, sounds like Penny Lane. Mm -hmm. I was very excited when I heard this track because it's in a very exciting opening single, kind of like um, My Brave Face, yeah. you know, in a way, you know, there's a lot of, I think he had some great opening singles, you know, you know, uh, Silly Love Songs, I think is, a, again, another one that, you know, should have been on my top five, but it was honorable mention, but, you know, he had so many great, you know, opening singles to, to, uh, you know, for the albums. But uh, yeah, good good pick. Yeah, but definitely. In my, what's your number one? Okay, well, I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to talk about a song that I really wish this was on a McCartney record, and um, but he's it's his vocals, so I think it does count. But um, the song is called "Best Love." And, and it's on um, uh, this album right here. It's uh, Steve Martin and the Steep Canyon Rangers. And uh, the album is called uh, Rare Bird Alert. And this is just a track that, you know, I, I first heard it on, I think it was Chris Carter's Breakfast with the Beatles, uh, probably um, eight or nine years ago. And I was just blown away by by this song. I definitely, when we're done here, I mean, I love would love for you to you know hear this song and and, and tell me what you and, and and tell me what you think. You can probably you know you can listen to it on YouTube or whatnot. Yeah. But um, but this is Steve Martin's bluegrass uh, band, and it's you know a lot of kind of like bluegrassy type uh, songs. But um, you know it doesn't feel like a bluegrass. I mean, it's it feels more modern. You know what I mean? So when you hear it, you're not gonna you're not thinking bluegrass. But uh, great song, great lyrics, and he sings it really well. 2011, so he still sounds, you know, he's still in pretty good voice. And um, I'm, in, I'm in love with this song. Absolutely in love with this song. So, yeah, I'm kind of cheating in a way. <laughs> oh, I don't have many rules. Okay, well, thank you. I don't pull the talk more talk. <laughs> the um, four by four collection. I, right. <laughs> that was hard. Oh, but so my number one is early days. Okay, great. Just I love it. Beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. This album kind of started to show that I, eh, this is on the bottom, I think, started to show his age. Just mm -hmm. if the Till There Was You, Paul, was singing this song, I would hate it. I'm not going to lie. Right. But this is what needs to be heard for that. So, um, 
favorite song on McCartney three because here's the uh, HMV. One of your six thousand. Yes, one of the six thousand. I know the sunlight's coming in over here, but um, because uh, it's still uh, pretty pretty early in here. But uh, I I'm, I've you know love all the the colors. I mean these blues. I mean all the all the colors are very really sharp on on this. But uh, um, it's that one of the it's really the only thing I'm looking forward to on this McCartney three Imagine, and that's you know Beck uh, doing Find My Way. Um, my 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 absolute hand, favorite hands down on McCartney three find my way. Oh, of course, you picked the same song as me. <laughs> well, great. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, buddy. Find my way. Yeah. Definitely. And I remember the first time I heard the song too, because I got one of those shitty um, um, uh, pirate copies or whatever. Down, you know. Send it to you. Uh, no, actually, I don't think he did. Um. I don't remember now, but I got it from two different people. He, he was one of them, but I got it from another person too. Um, but I was, I remember being very underwhelmed and going, what is this? I can find my way. I know my left from right, you know, because we never close or open day, <laughs> but it's the, uh, but it's the, the other bit, you know, uh, that I really like where he's kind of singing falsetto, you know, let me help you find the love you feel inside. You know, that's, you know, really my favorite part. And then the, the whole, the, the whole outro with him doing the Dick Dale style guitar, you know, at the end, I think is really cool. And um, at the, it's definitely, I think the most commercial song on the album in, in, in a way. It would have been a perfect single, I think. It would have been. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that what they should have done is they should have released it as a single, but when it first slowed down, they should have stopped the song really like they kind of did with a little luck on the single version ah and then save the coda for the album yeah oh interesting so now now would you have uh putting a, a non-album track as the b-side yes yeah 